Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Brad Stevens went to a Bill Belichick saying, guys. He said, play your best when your best is needed. Mm. And it is needed now for the Boston Celtics. Mm. As we get into now the postseason of the NBA, the play-in Part of the postseason begins tonight, and we've got some great games for you, including the Hornets and the Pacers. 6.30 p.m. is the tip-off on ESPN Radio, and then you have the Wizards and the Celtics at 9 o'clock, also ESPN Radio. As we know, the winner of Wizards-Celtics moves on to play the Nets. They get the seventh seed, so that's your that's your You're prize. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. That's good. The loser has to then play the winner of Hornets-Pacers to see if they can get the eighth seed. So how much... How much do we give the Celtics? And, I mean, they're, they're banged up. They've had a terrible finish to the season. They've got some issues going on with that team, motivation-wise, everything else. A lot of questions about that group. I mean, do you give them – they're the home team. Do you give them a fighting chance against a Wizards team that has been red hot on fire with two stars heading into the postseason? Speaking of fighting chance, before we dive into the NBA, Uh-oh. this morning I had a fighting <laughs> chance outside my door. I was telling y'all this morning. Did not know you wanted to bring just that derailed to the, the conversation. <laughs> no, I'm just, just thinking about it. it it's funny. Uh, what time did you wake up? Me? Yeah. Four. I was, so you, in, I was in the city this year. Yeah. So you right. got into the city. Yeah, yeah I was okay. up I was already about, here. I was about up three. Two a.m. Okay. Outside my window, a couple of people were arguing for about an hour. Ooh. Just screaming straight New York stuff, man. Just <sighs> extra violent screaming. Extra violent screaming. Yeah. Loud, yeah. loud, loud, just blowing the horn, laying on the horn. They got into a whole confrontation. Eventually, the police came, so it kind of <laughs> squashed it a little and bit. And this is right outside the crib. Man, like the- right outside my window. That's the thing about New York, though. Somebody could be arguing. you like, man, like typically like if you're in the suburbs, that's down the street or like man, like literally right on your on block. A stone your- throws away from the front door. But, but. First of all, usually when they're screaming in the street, then it ends up being screaming out the window, and then it becomes everybody just yelling at each other. Hey, pipe it down! By, is that what you mean by straight New York stuff? Man, just straight New York. It made me so think in L.A., you. when somebody's arguing in the you street, don't get that it's in, quiet, you don't get that polite. Either. Is that how? Is that we're going to stay talking? inside the house. People just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to argue inside <laughs> our crib. Nobody, nobody argues in the street in L.A. No, no, no. We keep that stuff inside. And, then we gonna, and that means that we can argue about the NBA now. Yeah, it means yeah. a lot of arguing inside. About what uh, the Lakers getting ready to do. TD Garden, what's up, he, Boston? He showed up He showed up this morning with a story. Couldn't wait to tell that experience, <laughs> the New York experience. But the Boston experience <gasps> is one, as we are, again, we'll watch tonight and see what they're made of. We'll see what they've got. And again, no Jalen Brown. He is out. He's injured. Can Jason Tatum carry them? Can Kemba Walker play through with all the, the myriad injuries that he has? And then if they don't get out of this and they don't end up in a series, mm-hmm. What happens in Boston? Is it time to make changes? Here's Woj talking about, and this is on the Woj and Low Playoff Preview podcast, talking about that maybe we should not overreact to whatever happens with the Celtics. Their core is the right core. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Brad Stevens. You keep building off of those three. And you can and, and Marcus, Marcus Smart. And and I include him because he's just he's such an important player for them. But I think this is going to be the year to not make to not make rash judgments off of this COVID season and all the issues that impacted teams to not to be careful to not go and and do dramatic overhauls of whether it's leadership or your best players 
off of this weird thing everybody just went through. What do we think of that? Now, now the core they, he's talking about is about three to four people. But, you know, it, it's so interesting because I – and I go back to this last year when the season said it, ended. Kid. You said it. No, it's not even – I'm not taking credit for it. I don't want to take credit for it, but it's like you can see – that this was going to eventually happen to Boston because if you rewind and go back seven years, not even two or three years, seven years, what were they doing? They were picks and picks and this, and we're picking the right guys, and we're doing this. But they didn't cash in. They didn't cash in. Now you fast forward to where they are today. They're in the same position they were seven years ago. They're in the same position. All right, we, They're in the same hit, position, hit. and I told Jay Will, and I told Big Perk when they were on, I'm like, man, that door getting ready to slam on them. The, the reality is that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Brad Stevens, and Danny Ainge, they're going to get a pass this year. I mean, you, you go to the Eastern Conference Finals the last three out of four years. Jason Tatum has COVID. Jalen Brown gets injured. Marcus Smart has dealt with injuries. You get Evan Fournier. Robert Williams is out. There's a lot of missing pieces. That's not the story to me. Because that, that, that's just what's happening, right? The story is that this team looks – they don't have the desire that you want them to have. They lost their last 10 out of 15 games, okay? And the problem that I have with this team down the stretch, it doesn't look like there is leadership on the floor. Right. It doesn't look like they want to play together and they want to actually play hard. It's a bad look for Brad Stevens. I think coaching-wise, I think he's really good. I wonder how he – influences and who takes that influence from the coach and translates it to the floor from the player perspective. And I say this, if it's Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, um, Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens, that's your core. That's your core. Everybody else. If you're not, if you're not a piece of it, but that's a dramatic change. That is a dramatic change. Keeping those guys and you make changes outside, which they need first of all, they have not been the same. They have not been the same defense since Al Horford left. They have not. He was a huge part of their pick. Gordon, but Gordon Hayward but, is thriving in Charlotte. But that's all change how, anyway. How Kyrie's thriving in Brooklyn. But all, that's all change. I Every single year, yeah, yeah. they're changing. That's what I said. If you go back seven years ago, and I understand they've been in the Eastern Conference Final, what was it, three out of the four, four years? years? Yep. But that's being in the same spot because they, you didn't get to the ultimate goal, which is the championship. You mentioned some names. You mentioned Al Harford. That's change. Gordon Hayward, that's change. Yeah. Kyrie, that's change. Well, those were Bringing in Kim Walker, that's change. Yeah. Let me yeah. call this yeah. Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless because, look, the Celtics are the fl- one of the flagship franchises, and when they're good, like, there's a lot of interest in them. And this is, a, I mean, a hugely disappointing year for them. Being in a play-in, that doesn't make sense for a team. Now, Ainge, you could say, has collected a lot of assets in the draft and hasn't used all of them, but he did make one amazing move, which was flipping the number one pick – and getting Tatum out of the deal, and you oh, could don't argue, don't get me started because that's Philly. I, I could lose my mind. Yeah, you could argue that's one of the you know one of the biggest moves that, that he's made. That was Markel Fultz. Uh, yeah, for Markel Fultz. Yes, right. exactly. You, I mean, so you you flip it, you get picks, and you get arguably the best player out of that draft. Yeah, he's been able to do all of those sort of things, right? He was able to orchestrate the championship big three, all of those. So he was he's been able to do a lot. Injuries are a part of it, as you know, Jay. Yep. Injuries are a part of it. If COVID falls in line with the injury, that's part of it where we are today. But it's still no excuse for where you were at seven years ago. You still are where you're now. I would argue that Philadelphia is ahead now 
where they were behind before. That's a fair now, point. Uh, huh? that's, no, no, that's, that's well, a fair we're, point. We're and that's now where I was going. Philadelphia is ahead because three years ago we were like, yeah, process, here we go. <laughs> but now they're ahead. They've decided Markel Fultz out. We don't need you anymore. We're not going to deal with that. You didn't give us what we're looking for, even though we took you number one overall. They've decided to move on from that. Now they are one of the favorites in the East. But, Jay, don't, don't you feel like th- this is where I was getting, Key, also. You have – it's – I don't want to say easier, but to build your foundation of what you are, mm-hmm. that's easier to do. To take that step now from there to championship medal – that's the harder move to well, make because about, it's such yeah. a delicate thing. If I remove this guy, how does it affect? Everybody kept blaming Kyrie for the chemistry issues. That the chemistry issues never went away. I go you don't back to have this. that one right. leader. What are you missing from this team that's keeping it from taking that next step? And can Danny Ainge get it? I, I, I said this before. I said I understand that Kyrie says a lot of things, and people can take that and turn it into different narratives about distractions. But I said, you know, look. It's a job also of Brad Stevens. He's brilliant at X's and O's. But the best coaches in the game of basketball in the league, can you know this, and the same with the NFL, they manage personalities. Yes. They manage Have personalities. To. And that's always been the question I've had for Brad. But how does he ma- – because now, how, what's the personality of this team? Who are they? Right? Is that Kimball Walker? Is that Jason Tatum? Is that Jim? And sometimes it looks like guys check out. Like, that has to fall on the head coach. And, and it, it started a couple years ago and with Kyrie. star player that sets the standard. But let me ask you this, though, Jay and Allen. Brad Stevens manages personalities. He tries but, to. But is it really him or is it Danny Ainge for whatever reason? Because it seems like everybody has a tiff with Danny Ainge that leaves – Boston. But it's always Danny Ainge, it seems like. I know, I hear you. But look, if you got if you got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kimball Walker on the floor with young talent, I mean, th- that team needs to be way better than what they are yeah, right now. Be, you know, it, way the better than what they Danny are right Ainge now. Is that he did not do a good job replenishing that bench. That bench is Agreed. not. They're not a just deep seemed, team, and just, that's cost them throughout. That's why I tried to make the move to get Evan Fournier. And COVID like but it just yeah. seemed like Danny Ainge is always the butting the head, not Brad Stevens. That's that Straight Talk, like. brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Just getting started here. That's, what a, I mean, that's a hot topic, obviously, in Boston and throughout the NBA. Keep an eye on that game, certainly tonight. But we move on now from the era of diva wide receivers <laughs> Y'all come uh, on, man. to the era Stop, of man. diva quarterbacks. That is next. KJZ, ESPN Radio, and ESPN2. Please. Spoke to a team source who said the Packers have engaged with Aaron Rodgers and his representatives and they will continue to try to do so. We want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. We'll continue to work at it each and every day. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
And we'll get to the football story in a moment. We talk divas on this show. Why not? But we wow. also talked the NBA in a, a minute ago, and with Why'd the play-in games, Why'd you look I did not look. You I did not. I mean, y'all People watching on ESPN two know I did just, not look I, at Keith. I, I, I saw you glance at. I did not glance at anyone. I made just, zero eye contact. When I don't I think he's a diva at all. I just want. I just want you to know that. Keith. Now, I, but you use my name and diva at the same time because I don't Alan think he's a diva at all. Alan, well, because Alan glanced at you. Alan glanced at you. Can I, can I be honest Man, I'm not worried. You think I sit up and worry about what people think about me? If I, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair right now <laughs> if I worried about what people you, thought. You sound very animated <laughs> for somebody that doesn't care. But yeah, I knew he, he was going to say that, too. I'm just messing. Because if, if I say one thing, you're going to say something different. <laughs> if I say See? something else, you're going to say something different. <laughs> it's true. Just to try to make it seem like <laughs> yes. an individual for those that are in their cars that can't see my face think that he's an angry man. <laughs> That's what they're going to think. Very uncomfortable. It looks constipated. It looks angry. I'm very uncomfortable. He's angry. But you know what, though? Key, let's be honest. I've been around you guys now for a couple of months. Jay just likes to be a bad teammate. He likes to be a bad teammate. (laughs) Takes one to know one. I'm saying you like to do it. You enjoy it. You're the guy that comes in the the locker room early in the day when everybody's quiet. Oh, I mess with everybody for sure. Throw that grenade and walk out, and everybody starts fighting, and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. We got some problems in there, Coach. I don't know what happened. So that's what you I wouldn't even talk to Jay in the locker room. You would talk to me. You would talk to me every day. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. are the same person, uh, just no, different. No, we're not. No, we're just not. Very I'm different. Six four. How could we be the same? And I'm six two and a half. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of uh, divas, with with, with, with the big shoes, yeah, with boots every day. <laughs> Every day. day. You don't see me changing. So we've we've been talking about how the NFL <laughs> is becoming sort of more and more like the NBA when it comes to. You know, what, where are you uh, going? Where are you going? With uh, this? You'll see where I'm going here. It's not just me saying it. I think it's, it's Sal Pal called it Le- LeBronification of uh, the NBA. Listen to Ron Wolf. <sighs> Le- LeBronification of the NFL. Ron Wolf, the former Packers GM, was on the Wendy's Big Show on 1250 AM, The Fan in Milwaukee, and brought up something that's really interesting about how quarterbacks now are starting to become that diva in the NFL. You probably do today. It looks like it. Yeah. It looks like we got a lot of divas playing in that league right now. And uh, that may be a way of solving it. It's an interesting phenomenon as far as I'm concerned about what's going on here. Uh, and the thing that I fail to understand is all these guys that are doing this have long-term deals. All of a sudden, so Brett Favre with two lockers wasn't a diva <laughs> when he played for Ron Wolf. Get him! I mean, like, come on, man, you got to stop, man. Quarterbacks are some of the most selfish dudes there ever is in the National Football League at a position, but you never hear about that because the narrative is set at they're the leader, they're the this. That I've always said when people ask me, I'm like, man, they're the most selfish dudes going, but. It all depends on how you, the writer, writes it. It's you. You, the writer. You write it a certain way, so really? it shapes oh, what so, that so quarterback's personality you. is. So when Deshaun Watson just doesn't want to play for his team let's, anymore. Let's not use that as a Deshaun want to play for his team anymore. When, when Russell Wilson, how many years now but, do look, we have but, to hey, hear from him? I'm not really, I don't know. It, Maybe hey, I'll play somewhere it's else. Not, it's not. That's on me. But those aren't the first individuals to say whatever that they're not happy with certain things. It's just now in the media. When quarterbacks ask for contracts, they got them. They were highest paid dudes. 
mm-hmm. on on the team. Mm-hmm. Hey, I need to get paid. Well, they never argued with him. They never did anything. They just take care of him from a money standpoint. When quarterbacks decided that maybe they didn't want to come in for a workout, you never heard about it. Being on the team, oh, I certainly saw it. Two lockers. They're diva, two lockers. Car parked in certain places. You know. Uh, it's been going on since the sport began. Exactly. So let's no, not it? all of a sports? sudden act like it's what? because the position now is is voicing their opinion at that position unlike other positions in the past, let's not act like they're divas that all of a sudden. They've been divas. Can, can I say, been divas. What's, what's the most powerful position in all sports? The quarterback. One million percent. Yes. So, uh, the little, yeah, Johnny, I just, I, I just little get, Johnny's I just get interesting daddy. when when It gets interesting to me when people start throwing around words like divas and things of that sort. The money is outrageous. We're talking about – Aaron Rodgers being the highest paid quarterback in the league. How yes. much is that per year, Key? Like if, you, if you were to do it, probably way, average a fifty million. I'll give you fifty million, million a year. 40, okay, I'll give you forty-ish, close to you know, there's men playing soccer in so, Europe making that. I just love like when these conversations happen, and it's especially depending upon where you are in your career, where guys, you know, people tell you, "Well, just give back some of your money, you know, to the <laughs> other <laughs> team." Give back some. No, <laughs> this is my money. <laughs> I worked hard for this. Like you know, like and and that's okay. Like I. This has always been the case in all sports, in all sports. It just we may have more access to hear stories about it yeah. now than we ever have before. But it's always, but been, the always been the case. L- little, little Johnny grows up and daddy's the Pop Warner coach. What does little Johnny play? Oh, he'll be the quarterback. Can't, yep, can't, can't hit the side of a bus, but he going to get underneath. <laughs> little Johnny is going to play quarterback because Pops wants him go. to play quarterback. Even if he can't throw and he hands the ball off, He's the quarterback. What's the most diva thing you've ever seen by a quarterback? Because, you know, wide receivers always had that, right? That became the thing, the well, diva that, wide that, receiver that, that, thing. That's that, you again. The narrative. The narrative. And, uh, yeah, because well, you're a writer. I mean, come some, on. I mean, there there's some. You know, some things are self-inflicted. Well, yeah, actually, it is self-inflicted <laughs> yeah. a lot of it. But, but give, me a, give me an example. You were just talking about two lockers. Give me an example of, like, something. And you don't have to name names, but we'd love you to. Uh, of a quarterback that you know of, knew of, played with, whatever. That you would say that's some diva stuff that nobody ever talks about. Well, because they probably didn't know about it, but something I've seen with my own eyes. I've seen a quarterback have a bodyguard when it wasn't warranted for him to have one. <laughs> oh, this is great. We got we like, got you don't stories need, for days. You don't need a bodyguard. Like you're not like that. <laughs> like you played you cool, but you in a city where people not really feeling you like that for you to walk around with a bodyguard. Like you know, like, like bodyguard. Like just I make sure like club. I have protection. I walked into the club. Why do like, you have a bodyguard? I didn't even say like that. I but was in your like, mind. I was like, huh? <laughs> it was just. Alan, it was, I, I've, seen a, I've seen an NBA player get a Manny and Petty at halftime. Oh, I said at, it. At, at halftime? Halftime. Wasn't playing that game. Oh, wasn't playing. What, I don't care. Wasn't playing that game in the locker room. People just came in. Let me buff the nails. Get the toes right. guys walked in like, I'm over like, what? We're going over. We're going over the. We're going over the game plan. What, you getting a Manny Petty? Quarterback, two, quarterback with two lockers. I mean, I had two lockers, but I'm saying quarterback had two lockers. That, that, you that's had, typical, though, You had it? two lockers, no, too? No, it's not the two typical. locker thing is not typical. Wait, did you, did no. you just drop not in that line? Yes, you just drop in that line. <laughs> I had two lockers. In well, the I had two. But, but, my, but, my, but my personality. I just want to make sure that, that subtle wait, drop. My personality 
warrants two lockers. That's who people think I am. They think I'm a two locker guy anyway. That's just what they feel. Because you have an elephant brain. That's why you, you need two, two locker guys. They said, elephant they brain said, of yours. We expect for Keyshawn to have two lockers, but we don't expect for the quarterback to have two lockers. Or, or the quarterback flying on his own. Oh, my goodness. And he's going to meet us. Oh, yeah, that <laughs> like, happens yeah. all the time. So, but yeah. no one says it. As soon as a receiver says, yeah, man, I'm going to meet Ask y'all. Right I'm going to meet y'all back at this. You know, I'm going to meet yeah, y'all. Y'all right. going to team playing. It's a problem. Ask I'll be in yourself right now as you're watching the show or listening to this show. Am I a two-locker guy? Like, be honest with yourself today. <laughs> Are you a two-locker guy? Two I'm not a two-locker locker guy. I'm, I'm, really? No, I'm, oh, I'm yeah, a blue-collar. Sure. Like, no, I was a two-locker guy because I had so much stuff. Why do you have so much stuff? Because I need. PJ and Z were also asking on Twitter, outside of LeBron James, who has the most pressure? Remember, outside of LeBron James, who has the most pressure to win an NBA championship this season? Key and Jay have their answers next after Key has this from Indeed. All All the kids that's going to school and listening to the show, if you play sports, make sure you get two lockers. <laughs> the reason to find your next hire with Indeed are starting to add up. Just look at the numbers. Instant Match searches millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates whose resume fits your job description. They have 135 skill tests that go beyond the resume to help you find the right candidates faster. And according to TalentNest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all the other job sites combined. So if you want to multiply your employers and subtract the hassles of finding them, visit Indeed.com slash credit. They're really well suited for playoffs. I'm just saying one way or another, they're going to be in the playoffs. Just like dessert, you know, that's what you're waiting for the whole season. So the biggest piece now is continuity with that playing. This is Keyshawn, J. Will and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ball, two strikes to Pujols. Bumgarner delivers. Brown ball up the middle into center field for a base hit. 
Bed scores pools. How do you do? His first RBI as a Dodger. And how about that in his first game with the Dodgers? You heard that on AM570 LA Sports. Albert Pujols made his Dodgers debut last night, batting cleanup and chipping in with an RBI single in LA's 3-1 win over the Diamondbacks. Check this out. He became the fourth former MVP to play for the Dodgers this season, along with Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Clayton Kershaw, and that ties an MLB record. You know, those white uniforms make him look slim. (laughs) For whatever reason. Classic white Dodger uniform, no doubt. John Lester made his return to Wrigley Field. He's now pitching with the Nationals. Uh, He did give up five earned runs in five and a third innings. But Washington lost 7-3 to the Cubbies. Remember, Lester went 77-44 and in six seasons in Chicago from 2015-2020. Memorable years for Cubs fans. NBA play-in tournament starts tonight. You have the Eastern Conference play-in tournament. Mm. The Pacers host the Hornets. Coverage begins 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. Then you have the Celtics and the Wizards for the seventh seed. That's at 9 Eastern. Also on ESPN Radio, the loser of that game takes on the winner of Pacers-Hornets. That'll be for the eighth seed, and you can hear all the play-in games this week on ESPN Radio. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It's time for some Straight Talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Home run in the ninth good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's best network. Straight Talk Wireless, no contracts, no compromise. Where are you on the play-in tournament? I want to see these games. There's a little randomness. I don't see the point of that. The play-in tournament is a great idea. came up there, need to be fired. Well, what do you think about the play-in tournament? I like the opportunity. Let the chips fall where they may. We're ready to go. They're ready now. Are you ready now? The play-in tournament begins tonight. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. I'm just laughing because now I'm thinking about every kid that is going into their high school grammar school is going. Like, if you're the star player, like on your JV team, you're like, look, hey, hey, John, I'm gonna need your locker right now. You're next to me. I'm just gonna need two lockers. You're, I'm gonna be a two locker guy. Now. I'm a two locker. I'm guy. a two locker guy now. I was thinking also how many like you know again Jags just a guy like me like, sitting in their car listening to the show and they're like I think I'm a two locker guy. Yeah, like, I should be a two locker guy. Yeah. Like, you almost like almost like I'm a two that, like, cubicle guy. I, Give me two cubicles, please. Two cubicle guy. Oh, oh if you're pushing the numbers, I'm gonna need to take that wall down. You deserve two cubicles. If you're pushing the numbers, you don't you know the cubicle. No man, I need the corner office with the window. Yeah, you don't want to be too much. You don't want to ask for too. Yeah. You mean if I'm the dude pushing the numbers? Yeah, but I, if, I if you're working your way up from the ground floor up, Listen, you got to take your time. Take, it's a well, slow okay. process. It's a slow process. So, yeah, you okay, can't. Well, Everybody can't be Keyshawn Johnson right out of the well, gate. Not, you know what I mean? No, you got to work no, no, towards no. it. It's not about that. I work toward it. I certainly work toward it. I am a diva. Yes, you did. Yes, and I have no problem. If you want to call me a diva, call me a diva. I'm, now you're okay with being did, a diva? The whole last segment you were did, angry that we were referring me. to you as a diva. Hey, but I, I embrace it. I don't have a problem with it. Didn't hurt See, me. Real Did, quick. Didn't hurt me. Yeah. I'm happy with my career. So that's what you should be. If you are pushing numbers at work, Jay, stop. Yeah. you can be a diva. <laughs> the numbers it, it don't hurt lie. me. But, uh, 
I can't. Isn't that alphabetical, I, though? So, was, was that it, alphabetical? it wasn't. It, hey, yeah, it looks alphabetical to it should me. Be yeah, alphabetical. However you want to say it, didn't hurt me. I enjoy it. Jay, that should have been your thing. Like, wait, wait, wait. Jay comes before K. What are we doing here? We should talk this through. No, but it's just, it, it, it's interesting about the whole diva conversation. People, it's, it's, I think people look at it as a bad thing. A negative. A negative. But it's, if, if that's what you. Well, because if you're a your diva, superpower. you're tough to deal with. No, but you that's your superpower. That's also not, what not, makes you incredible on the field or on the court. And I, I don't call it diva. I call it like you have superior confidence. And there's a yes. lot of people that oh, lack I, confidence. I ooze in confidence. A lot of people that lack confidence, right? That's, that like think about when a guy walks into a place care. or a person walks into a place and be like, yeah, I need that seat or I need that table. You're like, sometimes you're like, what, wait, who are you? Mm-hmm. Why are you talking? Yeah, I want to be that it guy. it just sets that tone sometimes for people. It does. I, that's I the key. And I you know embrace what? Sets the that tone. That's what the Celtics are missing. Yes. They're missing that They're missing guy. that. Yeah. Jason Tatum is that guy to agree, but Jason isn't. Jason Tatum isn't like raw, right? His his play on the court is that, but not like. And they need that. They, they need, need somebody that like that. But Jay, if you don't have if you don't have that raw, you're probably not going to win. You can't man. fake it. I'm just being honest with you. You just think about in basketball. If they if everybody has won championships, they got that raw in them. Yeah, they got the dog in them. So every every leader. On a championship team, got that it in them. You ain't all that old passive. Oh, that ain't gonna get you <laughs> no, nowhere. I, I think Jason Tatum can get there. I just think he's still young in the process of doing. You got to have so, a killer man. Yeah. So let's Period. see. Out of people like that that have the raw. So we're asking on at Key J and Z on Twitter. Outside of LeBron James, who we know has the raw, right? Who has the most pressure to win an NBA championship this season? The options are James Harden. Kevin Durant, Giannis, or other? And one of the first replies we got at Cincy CTK says, LeBron, LBJ, has nothing to prove? He really don't. No, I don't think he does at all. No, he really don't. I don't think there's any pressure on LeBron. I mean, oh, I think there's the can, most yeah, pressure on LeBron, pressure. which is why we phrased it outside of LeBron. I don't think there's pressure. No, only I reason why there's so. pressure on no. LeBron is because I'm putting the pressure on him because I need him to get the second one. Well, you're talking well, about for Laker legacy. Yeah, that's what I that's want him. Pressure. I want him to be able Laker to get, I want him to be able to get the second one so we could think about putting him on the other side of But who would you say though? Harden, Durant, Giannis, or other? Jay. I would go Giannis. Because KD and Kyrie already have three championships be, be, between them. Granted, people want to see KD do that in Brooklyn. I just go back to, like, Giannis is a two-time MVP. Giannis, this team has gotten retooled. You got Drew Holiday. You get some other pieces there to help out this team get to the next level. I want to see if Milwaukee can actually finally close the deal and get to an Eastern Conference championship and get to a world championship because Giannis has the pieces around him. See, I, I, I as you would say, I disagree with Jay. I think well, it's KD, though. Okay. And the reason I think it's KD, I, because so many people dislike him. They just don't like him for what – it's almost like a LeBron thing. People want to sweat KD from leaving OKC and joining Golden State and not giving him the credit for those championships, even though he was the – the baller on the team when they won the championships. And he leaves there with such like, oh, I'm going to prove to y'all I can do it without them. So he comes to Brooklyn, even though he partnered with Kyrie, he still left Golden State. If he'd have stayed at Golden State, they'd still be cooking Mm -hmm. and winning championships. But he had something to prove to the people not on his burner account. 
but the ones that are actually out there chirping on a daily basis about what type of player he is, what type of heart does he have. So I think it's him that has more to prove than anybody in the NBA right now because of Golden State and how he left Golden the State. The only thing I say, just to provide context, he is coming off an Achilles injury. Yeah, so but like, people don't I, care about that, though, Jay. You I know, know that. but that's – no, I hear you, but that is the reality of it. His first year, like, if you're telling me next year that they, everybody's healthy on that team and if they don't do it, I still think it would be a disappointment if they don't do it this year, for sure. He but, don't look like his Achilles is nothing wrong to me. No, it doesn't. Like, that's, one of, my, what, that's one of my favorite players in the NBA, man, and, and – I don't give a damn what nobody say about him when he went to Gold State. Like, I tell people all the time, if, if, if I would have left a team to go join another team in football that we lost to in the AFC or NFC championship game or the Super Bowl, so what? I hear you. I don't give a damn. I do want to remind you, though, Key, for the last couple of years, we've been talking about the Milwaukee Bucks as the best team in basketball. It's been an yeah, ongoing but, uh, even though, Hear me, though. It's been an ongoing debate every single day about – Will they break Golden State's record a couple years ago with you know, how they played at home? Then the bubble, you know, kind of they went into the bubble because of the pandemic. That, that's been a constant theme with the Milwaukee Bucks. That's true. And a constant theme with the Milwaukee Bucks have been they win a lot of games in the regular season, but we don't care about them in the postseason. That's what I'm saying. But exactly, so that ain't no pressure. But, but that is pressure, though, because you want to see Giannis take his team to new heights but I think that he hasn't people, been able to get there I, to I, yet. I think. And you could correct me if I'm wrong because you're the one who covered the NBA on Countdown. It's all good. You watch a lot of hoop too. It seems like to me people have kind of put him to the side now, though. Like dismissed his ability to win a championship. It's funny. I feel like we talk about the Knicks more than we talk about the Nets. No, no, I'm talking about Giannis. I'm talking about Giannis. I know. I'm talking so, about Giannis. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Though. Like, I, I feel like Brooklyn, too, it's, it's interesting to me because, because I don't you, know if it's because they're over in Brooklyn, and I know people say, no, well, they get the national no, attention. No, because you got this dude. You got this dude on the show. No, I'm fault. just saying, like, that's how it is in New York. No. Here's why. They played eight games together. Yes. That's why. Okay. If they had played 58 games together, we'd be talking about them because they would probably have 50 wins in a 72 So who are you taking? Who's, who's the most pressure on <laughs> Looking at the list that we provided, I agree with Michael Wilbon. He said this on, um, on SportsCenter last night. If I'm going to look at a player who may be facing more of it this particular postseason, it's because he hasn't won as great as he's been. He hasn't won. It would be James Harden. He's got yes. the chance this postseason to completely flip that narrative. And he, if he's healthy, he looks like he's up to it. And let me correct myself, Hall of Famer, Michael Wilbon. I agree with him because when you look at the list, and I'm with, I'm with Key. Giannis is on a Bucks team that we know is a good team. But I've never taken them seriously as a legit yeah. championship contender. I just feel really? like they're, they're really? one of those teams that's really good. Interesting, okay. But when I watch them, I I'm not looking going, this team's special. Like, I just think they're really good. They're a good team. It's but like, when oh, you okay. watch the Lakers at full health, when you watch the Nets at full health, you're like, damn, like that team is, like, that's legit. So that's why I feel that way. I could be wrong. They could prove me wrong this year, and it would be great if they did for Giannis. But when I watch James Harden, especially when I watch him in a Nets jersey, I see a guy that I'm like, this guy is reaching that point of his career where it's all coming together, where the skill, the mentality, uh, the talent, the IQ, all of it is here, and he's on a team that's got ballers, which he didn't – I mean, he had good teams in Houston, but there was always flaws on those teams. And at times, he was one of the flaws. I, I would say – This is, to me, his time. Win this, 
And now no one looks at the beard and, and thinks, well, you're a guy that shot too uh, much or you're a guy that's hard to watch. That's true. You're a guy. All that's gone now because you're a champion. And once you're a champion, Chris Kenny says this all the time, once you're a champion, you're always a champion. And that's important for a guy like James it, Harden it, and his it, legacy. Uh, you, you, James I, Harden I, along with KD, though, they're, they're one, two, two, one to me, like in terms of that pressure. It could be James or it could be KD. I just think the KD thing, based on how people feel about him, is a lot of pressure. But see, I feel like that narrative is going to follow James Harden if he wins one this year anyway, because it's the same narrative that kind of followed KD, right? It's where, oh, it took three of you guys to partner up. But see, KD's narrative is different. No, I, KD's narrative is now, yes, but also it, it's. It's interesting how, like, being around that for that time and seeing how KD and Steph, like, just the media created so many other things that happened for them as far as that relationship with Draymond, Clay. He was, he was a free agent three years before his contract was up. It, it, Remember that? Automatically. Yes, you're asking, like, well, you're going to be here? Like, damn, like, let me enjoy the process of playing here for a year before you start asking me he, he I'm going to be here three he years He signed on the dotted line a week later. What are you doing in 2020? <laughs> How long are you going to be here? Oh, so you signed a short-term deal, which means you want to leave pretty soon, right? Where do you think? Oh, no, you're absolutely right. And that, of course, you can say it's media-created, but it, it is helped by you give us okay. You give us the parameters for the so narrative that is this. created. Let me ask you this. This is a great question off all this. Let's say the Brooklyn Nets do win the championship this year. Let's right. say James Harden does get win. All mm-hmm. that pressure's off. Mm-hmm. What happens to Giannis in Milwaukee? If you're, if you're Giannis in Milwaukee, you're sitting there saying, Damn, Philadelphia got retooled. I try to. I'll tell you what happens. Ben Simmons, the Knicks are getting better. Like Atlanta's gotten better. Like the Nets are here. They're not going anywhere for a while. That's championships. What happens? I go find me another dude and maybe a coach. Well, well, I go find me one guy and a coach. That's exactly. You want to talk about people have pressure on them? Mike Budenholzer. I agree with you on that. Right? That's your first. That's your first move. That's the first one. Yeah, I'm gonna find you one more guy. I don't know who that is, but you get you. You go get you another guy and a Uh coach. But I said this when Giannis signed his max deal, and everybody's like, "Oh, you're a hater." Of course you're. I said, "Okay, if you don't win one this year, how much longer longer will Milwaukee have Giannis? Because if if you get rid of Bud, and then you bring in somebody else, and maybe you add somebody else, and you still don't do it." You start talking about two years, Giannis. I'm like, what? What am I? What am I staying here for? But what? then, but then Giannis becomes that that villain. No, not necessarily the villain. Okay. I, I guess not necessarily the villain. But bit. I would say Giannis becomes somebody's one B. I because that's the way I feel about him anyway. I think he's a great See, talent. I like it's a lot of the stuff he does. He's long. He's he's, he's not a one B. He's a one A. You just a need the one, pieces around him. He's a one B that needs a one A to take it to the next level because I don't think that he can win a championship if he doesn't have a one, like a one a with him. This is why I said he becomes a villain a little bit. Don't forget about when LeBron James left Cleveland. People burned his jersey. But that was different, though, Jay. Okay. Oh, okay. Think okay. about how he left. People hated how he I, left. I, I they just got I, mad because they felt I'm like he set saying, him up for failure. You get drafted by, by Milwaukee. Way, you're there with Milwaukee. Speaking of markets, we saw it happen in Houston. Can you imagine? Aaron Rodgers oh, leaves. Oh. Giannis leaves. Market madness today. We will discuss the Bay Area, like mm. Green Bay and the Milwaukee. I mean, think about that market and what you so, – have right now. I mean, what's your window? And what years? it could look Who's like. What would you say, Alan? Two years. Christian Yelich, I think, right, would be the big right? star yeah. in the Would you Bruce? say Milwaukee for Giannis, you have a two-year window? 
don't know. I, I, I don't know. Window? This is a very interesting conversation. Like I said, we I will talk a little more Milwaukee coming up later on in the show. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. We are presented by Progressive's Home Insurance. Get your quote at Progressive.com today. Oh, yes, as we're talking about Milwaukee and Giannis, let's also talk about the other superstar in that market that we already know wants out, and that is Aaron Rodgers. As Jeff Darlington joins us right now, our ESPN NFL reporter on the Goodyear Hotline. Good There's morning, Jeffrey. Jeff. Morning, gentlemen. What's going on? So let's see. Do we begin with what's happening in South Beach where Aaron Rodgers could end up, or do we begin with Green Bay where he is right now? I guess maybe we tie the two together. Uh, if there's any, if there is a latest on Aaron Rodgers, please give it. And also, Miami, would they be ready to give up on Tua if they could get a guy like Aaron Rodgers? So for starters, from what I understand based on my conversations, we're at a bit of a stalemate right now between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I've checked in with a bunch of people, and basically there's no update. There's just nothing happening. Now, June 1st is the day, of course, that the Green Bay Packers could trade Aaron Rodgers based on his contract language. But um, even then, I don't sense that there is some imminent uh, situation where on June 1st, okay, now they pull the trigger. It feels like it's going to leak well into the summer. That said, so potential destinations, I, I still think that Denver is the clear and obvious front runner here, uh, and that's not based on uh, like anything new. It's it's simply that the Dolphins, while they respect Aaron Rodgers, and I get the sense that they really do love him, uh, they they have been pretty adamant about not mortgaging their plan, not not altering what they tried to put into place. Uh, over the next several years to uh, to get them. It was the same way when Deshaun Watson, before the allegations were made against Watson that have him obviously in a lot of uh, hot water off the field, this, it was the same thing. They didn't want to mortgage their future and the plan that they've put in place and give up on Tua just yet. Look, it, it, that I sense that that's still the route they're going, but, I mean, we're still talking about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, that's that's a different beast and yeah. certainly is worthy of a conversation. Jeff, Bruce Arians, coach of the Tampa Bay Super Bowl champions, uh, on Friday kind of, you know, leaked out a little bit about Tom Brady, which is understandable, (laughs) struggled a little bit with the playbook early on. Why is B.A. at it again? Is he just – that's just his personality? (laughs) It's funny. I I think it's just his personality. But the funny part about it is, like, what no one's really – going to talk about, well, I guess we are right now, hmm. is that that Arians was was culpable for a lot of some of these struggles midway through. Like they weren't like Brady and Arians weren't really finding their vibe together. I wouldn't just put it on Brady and his inability to kind of know the playbook. I would also say that it took some time for Arians to understand uh, the the championship pedigree that is Tom Brady and understanding the expectations when it comes to scouting reports, play calling, practice regimen, all those things. And there was a clear shift in Tampa Bay after that bye week. Uh, They lost to Kansas City. They kind of made a comeback. Arians alluded to that. There was some momentum coming out of that game, like we have to do something to fix this, and not just the on-field product, but but the the -the off-the-field preparation. So Brady can say all he wants about, trying to figure out the playbook. Um, that was not, in my opinion, based on all that I know, the the absolute reason for the early struggles for the Bucks. That goes far deeper 
than that. Jeff, how long do you think it would take for for a quarterback in Chicago, Justin Fields, to get the starting position? I mean, look, Matt, a couple things here. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, the GM and the head coach here, are clearly on the hot seat, right? Like, if they didn't get Justin Fields in that draft, I mean, all of us were pretty much leaving those guys for dead. I mean, Andy Dalton, QB1, I mean, remember that tweet? Like, <laughs> so they, they pulled a rabbit out of their hat getting Justin Fields in this draft. I think everybody agrees with that. So now you got to put that rabbit to work. Like, you got to find out what you got there. And um, how soon that happens, we'll find out. The, only, the, the other side of this is Andy Dalton really, I mean, there is no loyalty to Dalton at this point in Chicago. He's coming in fresh too. It's not like the locker room's going to say, oh, man, but Andy's our guy. You can't just throw the rookie in there. Like, to me, Justin Fields is going to come in there and win that job right away. We'll Jeff, see how it plays out. But to me, I think we see Fields very soon. Jeff, as real quick as I would say, $18 million to Mike Glennon, they gave way to Mitch Trubisky. So there's a history. There you yes. go. That's right. right. There's there you history. go. That's right, Keith. Jeff, thanks so much. Have a great day. Appreciate All right, J.D. You. Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, y'all. Jeff Darlington on the Goodyear Hotline. For four games. games. So the NBA playoffs play in Mike. begins tonight. Which team and players have the most pressure? We'll discuss and take your calls next. KJZ, ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.